0: Hello and welcome to another edition of play me or feed me and thank you for joining us as always and that's the winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days in the podcast. Let's recap the winning card for Tuesday. All smiles in Major League Baseball for me. I have the Texas Rangers on the money line minus the 105. They put up a couple crooked numbers early and they hang on for the win and I get to cash the ticket. I had the Rangers and the D-backs over the five and a half of the first five. And with those crooked numbers, we cash that ticket and we get that one at plus money at a plus 112. So 2-0 and oh in the World Series for game four. Then in match in action on Tuesday, I cash on Central Michigan plus the five and a half. They jump out to the big early lead. Got a little dicey in the second half, but they still hang on for the outright win. So we cash on the Chippewas. Game number two in the MAC, not so good for me. When in doubt, bet the first half under between Buffalo and Toledo. Unfortunately for me, doorbell rings. I give a kid some candy. Come down, kickoff return touchdown. Not good. Doorbell rings. Give a couple extra kids some candy. Come back down, 70-plus yard touchdown run. 14 nothing. less than three minutes into the game. At that point, I knew my under was over and I lost the ticket. In the National Basketball Association, how about this? The American Samoa quarter is profitable on the year, 2-1 in the NBA. I cashed the Knicks and the Cavs under the 214 and a half, scoring settled down in the second half of that game to get it home. Then in the National Hockey League and the Frozen Pond, well, I am probably one more loss away from bringing out the quarter. I can't hit anything right now in the NHL. I had the Predators and the Canucks in the first period under the one and a half. I think it was two to one when I stopped looking at it. Yeah, so I lost that ticket. But add it all together, I make close to two units for the day. No complaints here. I'll take a winning day anytime I can get it. So let's move on to the next and hopefully we can make it three straight winning days. We start with the World Series. It's game number five. I have four bets, one of them locked in and three that I'll post in the show notes. So the season is on the line for the D-backs. And we get Zach Gallon pitching at home. A 5.27 ERA in the playoffs, but only one of those five starts has actually been at home. Gallon was 12 and three at home this season with a 2.47 ERA and a 1.03 whip. Gallon did give up two runs early in Game One against the Rangers, but he did settle down. He lasted five innings, gave up only three runs on four hits. Nathan Evaldi. Goes for the Rangers. He's had a good postseason, a 4-0 record, a 3.52 ERA, but he allowed five runs over just four and two-thirds innings in game one against Arizona. My first bet on this game that is locked in, I'm on the Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line, minus the 115 to send this series back to Texas. My second bet on this game, once again, I'll post in the show notes, I will be on the first five Total under the number. I think it'll be at three and a half, maybe four and a half. It'll either be plus money or laying juice between those two numbers. But no matter what, I'll bet the first five under the number between the Rangers and the D backs here in game five. And then two additional prop bets that I will be betting for sure. I will be adding Zach Gallon strikeouts to the over and Zach Gallon outs recorded the over once available. And once again, this is not a correlated bet because. Gallon went over the strikeout number, but under the outs recorded in game one. He had five strikeouts in the first meeting, and now with Texas having no Garcia in the lineup, I expect an even better showing from Mr. Gallon. He labored early in that game, a lot of pitches in the first inning, a lot of pitches in the second inning. He only lasted five through 99 pitches. This time around, I think he's getting into the seventh inning, and with the Arizona bullpen a little depleted after the last couple days. I wouldn't be shocked if they try to keep the ball in Gallon's hands as long as possible. Yeah, it's an elimination game. Yes, they could have a quick hook, but there's nobody at home that I would trust more than Zach Gallon with the baseball. So once again, I'm gonna bet Gallon with the strikeouts to the over, the outs recorded to the over. I'm on the first five total to the under, and I'm on the D-backs to win the baseball game to send it back to Texas for game six. So those are my bets for World Series game number five in Arizona. Next up on the card we go to Maction Football Wednesday night lights and we start with the game everyone's been talking about this week it's one and seven against one and seven it's Akron minus the four against Kent State so it's the old wagon wheel game and the two campuses are separated by just 10 miles so even at one and seven this game means something after losing back-to-back midweek games on winless Sam Houston laying points I've learned absolutely nothing as I'm willing to lay more than a field goal with a 1 and 7 Akron tonight in a game that has a total of just 38. Akron is averaging 280 yards per game of offense. Kent State, believe it or not, is even averaging fewer yards at 259. The Golden Flashes have lost this year by a to of this. 50 points, 22 points, 43 points, 20 points, 25 points, 14 points and 18 points. No loss has been single digits this season. That's an average margin of 27.4 points per loss. That's a crazy number on competitive football, to say the least. Akron, well, at least they're competitive in their losses. They lost by three at Temple. They lost by two at Indiana. They lost by three against Buffalo. They lost by seven at Central Michigan. So this is year two for Joe Moorhead at Akron. I feel like the Zips are actually going to get a couple W's down the stretch. Tonight is step one against a rebuilding Golden Golden Flashes team. The Zips have lost four consecutive games to the Flashes. That ends tonight. I'll lay the four with Akron at home and hope I'm not kicking myself come tomorrow night. Give me the Zips minus the four over Kent State. Next up on the card, it's Bowling Green minus the five and a half against Ball State. So, conference foes actually meeting for the first time since 2015. Bowling Green is four and four on the season. They're five and three against the spread. Two of those four losses have been against undefeated teams. They played Liberty and lost by 10. They played Michigan and lost by only 25. That's a respectable showing. They've won a couple this year as a straight up underdog. They upset Georgia Tech and they upset Buffalo. Meanwhile, Ball State is two and six on the season. they're three and four and three four and one against the spread, but they've covered the last two, losing by only seven to Toledo. That was poor weather conditions. maybe put a little asterisk next to that one, and then they won straight up as an underdog last time out over central Michigan. so neither team is explosive offensively. This is another low total, similar yards per game with numbers around 300. But Bowling Green has actually rushed for over 200 yards in each of the last two games. So the O-line has apparently been playing pretty good. I expect that trend to continue tonight. So I'll lay the five and a half with the Falcons of Bowling Green at home over Ball State. Next up on the card, we go to the Frozen Pond. And no quarter yet, but I'm going to bet the Dallas Stars at the Calgary Flames. First period, under one and a half goals at a plus 100 it's my final bet on the frozen pond without a quarter if i don't win it so come on stars and flames let's stay under the one and a half in the first 20 minutes of hockey next up on the card we go to the nba and yes we're going back to the quarter it's the denver nuggets at the minnesota timberwolves total of 223 and a half it's a two-sided quarter and this time around it came up heads So give me the over 223 and a half between the Nuggets and the Timberwolves. And then to wrap up the card here, I've locked in two bets for week nine in the National Football League, my home underdogs. After heavy volume, the last two weeks of home underdogs, we only have two dogs at home this week. So bet number one, the Carolina Panthers, plus the three against the Indianapolis Colts. Bet number two, the New York Jets, plus the three against the L.A. Chargers. So those are the two home underdogs for week nine in the National Football League. So let's recap the card for Wednesday. In the World Series, I'm on the Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line, minus the 115 over Texas. No line available yet. I'll post it in the show notes, but I will be on the first five total to the under tonight. I'll be on Zach Gallen, strikeout prop to the over. I'll be on Zach Gallen, outs recorded to the over once again both will be posted once available then Maction football I'm on Akron minus the four against Kent State I'm on Bowling Green minus the five and a half against Ball State National Hockey League Dallas Stars at Calgary Flames first period under the one and a half goals at a plus 100 NBA Denver Nuggets Minnesota Timberwolves over 223 and a half points And then my week nine NFL home underdogs, Carolina Panthers, plus the three against the Indianapolis Colts and the New York Jets, plus the three against the LA Chargers. So that's my card for a Wednesday. Happy November, everybody. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.